Yo, I fuck with that. You're not talking about nothing? Shut up. And we're live. We're live. This is E-Double Titty. Real street shit. You know how we do. Recovering from the Rona. Alright. Pip, pip. Cheerio. I'll fucking find you one day, my dude. What they got on that thing? I never liked it. Like, it's just so hard to talk to people nowadays. Be kind, drink water, and don't be fucking racist. Alright, we back. Back back. Where is the remote? Do you have weed? Oh, I'm gonna have some weed. I just wanna take a rip. Ooh. Just one rip. I'll you, supply you can talk me into it. Are you a fruit guy? I love fruit. I got some blueberries in the fridge right now. And some blackberries, actually. I've never had a blackberry. Blackberries are fire. Isn't the blackberry just like a darker raspberry? With like a like a uh, a less uh, sour taste? So apparently black raspberries exist, too. Which is completely different from raspberries and blackberries. Completely different from a blackberry. What is a blackberry? A different kind of fruit. Does it have the same... Uh, does it have the same thing as a as a raspberry, like the same look, with like the little little bubbles on it? I thought so. I mean, you have them in your fridge. What do they look like? Uh, they're kind of thick, and it's kind of like if a blueberry did steroids and then had a six pack. That's what a blackberry would look like. Does that make sense? <laughs> what? Yeah, look it up on your phone. You have a I don't want to look it up. Hands. I want to imagine it. Images.google.com backslash. Blackberry. I want to look it up. I mean, I want to. I want to just imagine it. I'm telling you, it's it's like it's got a six pack. Hmm. They got little ripples and stuff. You know what blows my mind about fruit? What is that? Like most Americans only know the American fruit. Like Americans, Americans, not like that have uh, foreign backgrounds. No, no, I know that what you're just saying. Here. It's just like blueberry, strawberry, blackberry, apples. Boring. And then someone comes up and is like, "Do you have dragon fruit or star fruit or bread fruit?" And you're just like, what? Bread fruit's fire. Love bread fruit. Fry that bitch. Put Ooh. some salt, pepper on it. Love that. Right? We don't even call star fruit star fruit. I know star fruit as five finger. Being dramatic. Um, what's the first one you said? Dragon fruit. I've never had dragon, dragon fruit. Dragon fruit's fire. Is dragon fruit the one with the purple outside and the white inside? I think so, yeah. I've never had that. Yeah. Honestly, sour sop is fire too. Never had that either. Sour I've had the drink. I don't like the drink. Wavy. I don't like a sour no? sop. No, okay. I don't. Well, I don't. you're gonna hate the fruit. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just the drink. Have you ever had um? Fruit. You ever had tamarind? Yes, tamarind's nice. You ever tamarind had is fire. The fruit, like the little, little I've, things with the seed inside. Yes. Oh, fire! Love those. They come in like a little plastic container. Yes. Yeah, it's a little plastic container, yep. and they got a little uh, what's what's on them? Is it is it it's ginger? Like sugar. No, it's like sugar. Is it sugar? Like sugar, ginger, something like that. Oh my god, bro! Yes, my grandmother yes. used to have those. Yes, used to be like I was literally about to say my grandmother had those on the kitchen table every fucking time I was over there. That's crazy. <sighs> every single time. That's and crazy. it was like, yep, I'm gonna get some. Oh shit's hit. Every time. Those shits hit. We had a. Bro, I used to walk into my grandmother's backyard in Florida. I can still do this now. And just pick fruits from Guyana off her trees in Florida. Yeah, it's amazing. Because they she just grows mad fruits like uh, jamun. I don't a, know what that is. So jamun is pretty much like a grape. Uh, you know what eggplant looks like? Yes. Think of an eggplant like this big. So uh, eggplant that's like the size of two grapes. The pit of an avocado. Nah, nah, nah. It's not round like a pit. It's like long, like an eggplant. It's just about that big. <laughs> so it's like a chode? Yes. It's oh, like a sick. chode eggplant. Jamoon. And it's uh, sweet like a grape. Like a purple grape. Red grape. Purple grape. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. Fire. Stains closed, though, so be careful. Jeez. Yes. Is that thick? Stains closed, yeah. Uh, we, have this, uh, we have this apple-like fruit called dungs. And, uh, I've heard of that. Literally, I kid you not, Ev. Walk out of my grandmother's porch, pick one off the tree. Eat fresh just like that. Yeah, that's fire. Uh, my grandmother recently sent, this is going to sound funny as shit, uh, is this fruit, <laughs> you know what a pumpkin looks like with all like the ridges that come out or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Think of a super small fucking pumpkin like that big. Yeah? 
Except, when you keep saying like that, but they don't know what you're saying. It's, I, it's like, like, a, like, like the size of, of a no. Think of the, that is no, no. That is a pit of an avocado. I just oh, I just cut. No, it no, no. That's small. That's small. It's way smaller. That I'm I'm doing it too big. It's way smaller. So think of the jamoon about the size of like two purple grapes put together. Two average sized purple grapes put together. Are they uh, are they cotton candy grapes? Was that? They're just around there and more. No. Plump. No. The 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 fruit I'm talking about, the one that looks like a pumpkin, it's about the size of a little bigger than a quarter. Yo, KD's hair is just nasty. Terrible. Yeah, it's nasty. I don't it's understand how worse. he don't brush it. I don't get it. He brushes it. I don't think there's anything he can do. I don't know. Shave I've seen it. KD brush his hair and nothing change. I guess he just hasn't brushed it for that long. It's just why, stuck. Why don't he just go bald? Nah, I can't even look bald. Come on, man. Or headband. That too. That he's is not trying nasty. to do. Nobody's trying to do the LeBron thing. Nah, he's got to do something with that. Um, there was an interview with Kevin Durant when they were just like an, a reporter was with him, and he was just like, "Yeah, Kevin Durant just uh, talks basketball, watches basketball, and uh, the reporter was like, he just smells like weed all the time." So basically, Kevin Durant just plays ball and smokes weed, and I just I I want to salute a king because that is every hood nigga's dream. He's just doing his job, and it's also like, yeah, he's the best scorer of all time. Oh, and all his investments is hidden right now. He was an angel investor, I think, in Coinbase. Oh, really? And like a bunch of other AI and drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He invests a lot of stuff. Let's hold on. Let's look up Kevin Durant's uh, tech investments because it's Before actually I forget, very, though, very important. It's called a Guzzaberry. Ooh, I've heard of those. Spell Mad that. Sour. G-U-Z-U berry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they're Mad Sour. Not enjoyable at all to me anyway. Okay, let's see. Yeah, Kevin Durant invested in Coinbase. Uh, what else? And uh, he's in a in a major league soccer club, a banking app called Goal Setter. He invested with Drake and Jeff Bezos, Drake and Jeff Bezos's investment firm, and is didn't a stakeholder in the sports media company Overtime. I didn't know Drake and Jeff Bezos had an investment firm. I think they're represented by the same firm. I don't think they're partners on it. Oh. Although, it would be sick if Drake and Bezos were friends because I think they have the same energy. What's the energy? I'm, I'm stupid fucking rich and I don't care. That's their energy. Like, Drake, you realize Drake is, like, gambling hundreds of thousands of dollars, like, he just sent, on social media. All you time. saw how much he sent that girl Bitcoin the other day? How much? He sent some girl like eighty six thousand five hundred, like eighty seven thousand dollars in yeah. Bitcoin, and she lost it all. I mean, the same night. Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, like he didn't ask for anything back. He wasn't like win some shit, give it back. He was just like, here you go. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's crazy. That's just, that's crazy, yo. Then he posted a picture of him uh in the laptop on on that betting on that gambling site he's on, with the laptop on the chair. Oh yeah. On the patio with the pool in the background. And he yeah, was just like wild. in the office or some boat, some shit like that. Yo, did you I see him at like, the yeah. game? He was at a Raptors game and he was still online gambling. Now, what? Yeah, it was like the loneliest picture of all time. I, I they said, uh, <laughs> they said Drake's gambling addiction going crazy right now. He can survive it. <laughs> but Jeff Bezos has that same energy. Jeff True. Bezos, what did Jeff Bezos do? Got divorced from his wife. Made her, I think, the richest woman in history. Yep. Then proceeded on to marry the woman, or at least continuously date the woman he was cheating on her with, who's also who was also cheating on her spouse, and just keeps showing up in these like supervillain outfits. Like, did he did he get oct up too? A little bit, yeah. Right. A little bit, yeah. See Leo almost Leo almost took his girl, but that's another story. Bro, honestly, like if Leo takes your girl, how mad are you? I mean, first of all, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. But he don't want to keep her. But second of all, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio. <clears throat> you know, like Leo's not out here taking taking <clears throat> any bitches. He's just like, I'm Leo. You won't come with me? Cool. If not, I'm going to just go home and do my He's not even anyway. asking that they want to come That's with That's what I'm saying. He's just leaving. He's like, oh, you're with me. Oh, yes. Did you see case. how he Did you see how he was uh, He was interacting when uh, Bezos' girl pulled up on him? Yeah. He was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Cool. Yeah, he was like, your super villain-ass, rich-ass boyfriend is here. Can you chill? Here? He's, <laughs> he's next to me. Yes. Can you chill? And Jeff Bezos laughing the whole time like, I'm the richest nigga in the world. I will get you. <laughs> 
I will buy every firm that hires you and then fire you. That's crazy. But yeah, like you don't see his fits. He got the Casablanca silk shirts. Those shirts, by the way, are like nine hundred piece. Nice. Yeah, just complete silk. And wearing like uncomfortably tight white jeans and like weird shoes. <laughs> uncomfortably <laughs> tight white jeans. And what shoes? What you said? Just weird shoes. <clears throat> Is my water over here? There we go. Yeah, uncomfortably. Like his shoes are but Drake also has like didn't Drake just uh just drop his first Nike shoe? I don't know. I don't know if it Did dropped, he? but I think some pictures surfaced. Uh I think it looks good. But then again, it's Drake, so whether it looks good or not, it's gonna sell. Yeah. Speaking of shoes though, <clears throat> this is a good point. Just reminded me. Yeah. Uh have you you finished the Kanye doc? I didn't even start it. Oh, okay. It's a good documentary. I thought they just released another uh, episode. Uh, yeah, it's it. season one. Season one's done. Oh, they're going to keep going? Uh, I I would think so, because it says season one, unless oh, it's just wow. one season. But it also went from inception of Kanye West to, like, now, Kanye West. Oh, that's fire. So... <clears throat> it went through the whole thing. I I don't know if they broke it down and like are gonna get more crazy in season two about everything, but like they're really capitalizing on that too. Yeah, bro. He's a uh... so there's. I mean, you knew about Kanye West. I didn't know anything about Kanye West, which is crazy. Past. But I'm sorry. I didn't know anything about Kanye West before like 2013, and obviously I knew he dropped. Um. Uh, 808s and Heartbreak, that was what, 2008? Something like that? Yeah, around there. Around there, around around that time. Like, I knew he dropped those albums, and I listened to those albums, but, like, I didn't know who Kanye was in those times. And that doc shed some crazy light. I was just like, yo, this man was, this man was a genius. (laughs) Yo, three beats a day for three summers. Yeah, bro, he literally was just like, like, you know how Kanye's mad erratic now? Yeah. But, like, it almost seems, for me anyway, it almost seemed like a show. Uh-huh. Right? That's how Kanye is. He just did it back then, and he was a little less a little less forward with it because he wasn't Kanye yet. Yeah, they didn't They didn't care about They didn't, We didn't care what Kanye did back then because he wasn't who he is now. No, bro. He was a fucking menace back then. Menace. Like, he was, uh, he was, so he first started him and uh, his boy Cootie. Mm-hmm. He he edited Oops. he edited the uh, the documentary and shot it. They were at a so they started this uh, this this thing together. It was called I'm sorry they didn't start it together. They met because Cootie was part of this thing called Channel Zero. Uh-huh. You, I don't know if you you know Channel Zero is or whatever. I never no, heard of Channel Zero. Keep going. Tell the story. So they met because Cootie was hosting this this show called Channel Zero, or whatever. It was nothing crazy, but he was just going to different events, meeting different people, and he was like, yo, it's Kanye West on Channel Zero, blah, blah, blah. So whatever, fast forward to when they, uh, when Kanye had just won a Grammy for 808s and Heartbreak. Um, I'm sorry, not 808s and Heartbreak. He just won a Grammy for the college dropout, right? Which, like, I knew was great because everybody said it was great. But I'm also like, the amount of like regard <clears throat> that the college dropout got when it dropped, and even before that, late registration, college dropout, graduation. Bro, they didn't even. This is before. Bro, this is before they even knew that Kanye was gonna drop. Obviously, late registration, graduation day. This is this is his first. This is debut album. Was it college dropout? Yeah, it was late bro. Registration. No, late registration was second. That's his sophomore album. The college dropout nope, was his right. yeah. first album, bro. And it was like the regard that got. He played. He played songs for Pharrell, bro. Pharrell was listening to his song, walked out the studio, and was like, "This nigga crazy. <laughs> this nigga, like, he's legendary right now. Like, like Pharrell was blown away." Pharrell was caught off guard by the genius. Bro, Pharrell was that nigga, bro. Bro, he's crazy. 
Yeah. He is so crazy, bro. That documentary for me, because obviously I'm still still getting in tune with with past hip hop, right? Like that's another. And I I don't know if I'm freaking out, Od, but like this is the first time I've ever delved into like Kanye. No, if you've never really like heard about him or learned about him, of course it's crazy. Like to me, it was always just like, yo, this dude Kanye, just like he just outworked everyone, and he was also like had the background you know like his mom was a college professor like i think his dad was what did his dad do again his dad was a musician or like taught uh, something about music i don't like, remember what his dad did but his mom was educated no obviously so he was educated no and, but that's uh, not what i'm getting at. no it, that reminded me of something that uh so his grandma said it she was like these kids was always talking but you got to be talking about something to be talking yeah, his if you father, ain't talking about something, you're not talking. And I was like, yo, I fuck with that. If you're not talking about nothing, shut up. You got to be talking about something if you want to talk. So, I resonated with that. His dad was a Black Panther and one of the first black photojournalists, and his mom was a college professor. So he had two like very uh, outspoken parents that were also educators, you know, or revolutionaries for, for one definition or the other. So his background, like was just one of just like a different spirit, you know? Like neither of his parents were just like of the of the norm right. or like anything conforming to society. So him being like this is actually kind of it should have been expected. Not right. him being this level of like impact, but just him being the way he is. Mm -hmm. You know, cuz his his dad was a Black Panther at a time when like they were putting Black Panthers in jail. Right. FBI conspired to kill their leader. Oh, why can't I remember his name? What was his name, the leader of the Black Panthers? That's bad, because I watched Judas and the Black Messiah, I, and I was blown away by that by that movie. Especially since everyone in that movie was like 21, 22. Still haven't watched that. Bro, that movie was crazy. That's the one with uh, Lakeith and... Lakeith Stanfield, yeah. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel. Daniel? Daniel Ezra, right? No, not Ezra. Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah, Fred Hampton. The leader of the Black Panthers? Yes, and he was assassinated by the FBI. But I'm saying, like, if you think about it, like, his dad was part of that group. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had yeah. beef with the government. Like, everyone likes to talk about they got beef with their ops or, like, people in the neighborhood. Like, imagine you got beef with the government. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? They're, by default, not wrong. Correct. But what do you do? It's the government. Can't win. That's This is literally my point. And his dad was part of that group. And he knew full well. You know, because it's not like a, it wasn't a secret. Like, you know, they're out to get you. Yeah. They're trying to shut that shit down. Um, but yeah, he was, he, Kanye was just different, man. Like, I don't, he is different. He's not was different. He is different. I'm saying, like, <sighs> that work ethic is crazy, bro. Three he, beats a day every summer for three summers. That, how many beats? Like, come on, like a summer's what, like 90 days? That's just roughly, yeah. That's 270 beats yeah, bro. over three summers. That's almost 800 plus beats. And then, you know, he's making beats the other part of the year. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I, rem I remember you telling me that. And I like the whole like uh, uh, beginning part of the documentary, like part one and like half of part two was pretty much about when he signed a Rockefeller. They didn't take him seriously as an artist. Like they only really wanted him as a producer. Like Dame would never take him serious. Right. Yeah. He hopped on. I forget what track off Blueprint Two with Jay Z. I can't remember what track that was, but he hopped on that track one day, and Jay Z was literally like, "Close mouths don't get fed." Like was in the studio with Jay Z, and he was like, "Yo, can I can I get on this?" Yeah. And after that, Jay Z was like, "Yo, this is hot." Like if you hadn't said anything, you'd have been sitting right there, not on this track right now. Mm hmm. And he was like, and even after that, they didn't take him seriously as an artist. Yeah, he talked about that on his song Big Brother off graduation, giving Jay-Z love. It was just like... Watch the Throne was crazy. That was really a historic album. He was just, bro, Kanye just produced like a madman. And when they finally... And he did all these songs on the college dropout. Mind you, Rockefeller gave him no recording budget. None. Really? None. That's crazy. So he was None. just doing it on his bro, own. Bro, he was bro, he was in the studio with Jamie Foxx. 
He was in that bitch with Ludacris. Jamie Foxx is such a legend, yes, bro. Yes, he is. Jamie, I, I, this also made me realize that Jamie Foxx is a fucking legend. Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox is just, in there, bro. Jamie Foxx has done everything. Yes, he has. With yes, everyone at all times. And he's a cool motherfucker. I never heard yeah, nothing bad about Jamie Foxx. That's what Fox. I'm saying. No. Yo, that would break my heart, honestly. Yeah, it would. Like, if, if, I, I, if I go on Twitter and people are like, Jamie Foxx did this, I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. Not yeah, Jamie. Yeah. He been out here in the streets just forever taking care of us, man. Type just shit. movies, music. Like, yo, his uh his unpredictable album was a bet. Yo. Never heard it. Yo, I'm telling you, that is a classic R and B album. Listen, trust me, listen to that on a rainy day or like you about to pick up a girl, put that on, bro. It's unpredictable. Crazy. The unpredictable album. He really I'm went have to get nuts. in tune. You never heard that song? Unpredictable. We about to do something we never done before. Maybe. Maybe not the usual. But girl, we about to get unpredictable. Maybe. Tell me why. But you're you're also singing it, so. Bro, this album was crazy. He's got Ludacris, The Game, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kanye West, and Common all on this album. Oh, Common was a big. Kanye guy too back then. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, Shy Town. Even though Common's just like the butt of jokes now. <laughs> Listen, from Shy Town, do what he has to do. He's fine. He's living the way he want to live. I'm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's, he's fine. fine. But uh, um, but yeah, that whole college dropout album, bro, was literally on borrowed time from everybody else. Like he walked in the studio one day with uh with Pharrell. I'm sorry, it wasn't Pharrell. It was with Ludacris. I can figure out what studio it was and where it was. It was some, I think it was in California. Walked in the studio at the front desk, and he was like, Kanye was like, yeah, like, uh, Luda said he's going he's to give me 10 minutes at the back end of his his time to do this, this, and that. And he was the, the guy at the front desk was like, I literally don't know what's going on. I'm like, you know the fuck you talking to right now? It's fucking Kanye. Let him in the studio. He did not know that. Kanye wasn't Kanye back then, obviously. I'm just screaming at the No, television. no, no. I know, I know. Walks out, finds Ludacris in like a like a G wagon, trying to write something for the album. He's like, "Yeah, I'm being a little. I got you." Yeah, just walked in the studio, started doing his shit. I'm like, "Yo, bro, that's crazy." Did a whole thing. Did the through the wire video. You know that video with all the post its on the. Uh-huh. That was shot by Cootie. Coots. They used MTV after hours. A guy from MTV, uh, knew Cootie, right? They snuck into MTV After Hours and edited the video. Wow. That's, yo, this is really why I have an appreciation for uh, Kanye. Because like, everyone's like, he's crazy. but And he might be a little crazy. But at the same time, like he really just worked so hard to get to the top. I see why he wants all his flowers. Because if you don't ask for them, they dead won't get them to you. Yep. Like If Kanye wasn't out here screaming, yo, I'm the greatest. I did this. I did that. Like, I'm going to be a billionaire and then actually do it. Nobody would be giving him his flowers. It'd just be like, yeah, he's cool. Like, he's good. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I really bangs with that. Like, three beats, that three beats a day for three straight summers is crazy. Because no one, whoever works that hard at stuff. Bro, underlying theme of the whole documentary, and people said it multiple times, but you saw it through the whole thing. This man never stopped. Never. Like, that's what gets me tight with people that do music now. They make music for like a month and be like, why ain't pop off yet? Like, bro, you have to do this shit for at least a decade. Yep. And he, uh, Yes. At least. Dead ass. And he was just like, it wasn't like Kanye grew up poor. No. Like, it wasn't like Kanye wasn't going to be able to just get a job, go to college, or go to college, get a job, and live his life as a normal person. Like, Kanye would have been fine either way. He wouldn't have been, maybe he wouldn't have been filthy rich, right? Because you never know. But like, he was going to be all right, regardless. So he really did this shit because he wanted to do this shit. That's what I'm saying. You know, not because he was like, he needed to, or like, this was the way out for him and his family. Nah. Nah. He was good. Either way. I, I love it, man. I really do. Like, these just, yeah, I know, right? That Why is Duncan making avocado hummus toast? I would never toast? get that. That's not, that look, that, the freshest that's ever going to look is that commercial right there. Yo, why would you even buy that in the store? Yeah, I don't even understand. Avocado that. hummus and roasted tomatoes? Like, what does Dunkin' Donuts know about any of that? Give me a donut and some coffee. Yeah, please, stop fooling around. But, yeah, so, like, these musicians now, it's just like, it's, oh, they make, like, one song every couple weeks. It's like, bro, this man was literally making three beats a day, like, that's hours of his time. Because he's not making these fucking, <clears throat> these simple ass beats 
or these fucking Logic Pro ass took 20, 30 minutes to finish the beat. No, he's taking samples. He's ripping shit. He's listening into music. Like, this is a process that he's, you know, finessing and yeah, curating that each man and every is the time. king of samples, yo. He, he's crazy. Nah, bro. he's used crazy stuff, bro. Crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy. The stuff he's used off of like Donda and well, what album was it? And my Dark Twisted Fantasy are just crazy. It's like yeah. where did he, and Jesus? It's like yo, this guy was in the crates in the back of the record store, just putting shit on and thinking, do I like this? Can this work? That's telling crazy. You, telling you that whole documentary, that whole theme is like Kanye just ain't stopped, and he really, really like worked on his craft like it wasn't it wasn't lucky it wasn't a lucky thing don't get me wrong like he wanted to when he was a kid so he had the he had the 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 base of it you know like trying out rhymes for himself feeling the cadence and the flow and what worked right and kanye's mom is obviously very religious where you think he was on sundays black church what happens in black church Oh my God! Oh my God! Is right S- singing bro, for they hours, ha- bro. Bro, I used to fall asleep in church <laughs> during a song and wake up like mad long after, and they're still singing another song, and I'm like, Oh my God! This yep. is never ending. Yep. He and had. I, it's he crazy, had- bro. They'll be yo praise <laughs> and worship. Never, this is never ending. Praise and worship at a black church is thirty. <clears throat> Need to, 40, to go. It's thirty to forty five minutes. Need to go. That's why I dead ass didn't want to go to church. I don't think I'll ever feel closer younger. to God. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. It's it's that all, shit hypes me up. I like that shit. It's all fun and games until you're 45 minutes in and you realize, like, yo, like, the the service hasn't started yet. We've only this is before the service, bro. Praise and worships literally starts. So it's like, what do we do? Uh, you come in. There's a <clears> prayer. <throat> there's some announcements. They do like they say what they're gonna talk about that day. And there's two praise and worships. There's one praise and worship before the first first tithes and, tithes and offering offering. And then the second one is right after, right before the the sermon. So there's two. The first one, the pastor doesn't come out for. Right? The pastor's okay. in the back. It's light. It's cool. You know what I mean? That's like 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Then the second one, they get crazy. The pastor comes out. They start showing out for the pastor. People start wilding out. The pastor's just there, just like, I don't know. Imagine if you're a boxer. You're just in the back, just chilling. The pastor's there writing down notes. He's talking to people in the choir. He's walking around. It's dead as a fucking event. Yeah, I need to go. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to go with you, but you let me know how you feel about it. it not, go on Easter Sunday, and you get the real experience. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I that's that. gonna that's a three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour production. Listen, if I know I'm going to black church on Sunday, I'm going to be physically and mentally prepared. I'm bringing snacks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't do three, four hours without food like that. Bro. That's crazy. And it's not three and four hours of you sitting in a pew. It's three and four hours of you being up and down, moving around, getting active. Well, that's thousand, okay, as long as I'm not sitting in a pew. And the offering isn't like you get to just sit down. What's like, the offering? What do you do there? It's when you give money. There's oh. two times now because of the, the pandemic and COVID and tough times in the church, apparently. There's, okay. two, there's two offerings now. Okay. Yeah, so there's one at the beginning, right after announcements, and that one they just pass a hat around or like the little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second one, you got it's like during praise and worship, and everyone's like, you walk to the front, you're like moving around, everyone's dancing, having a good time. So everyone's saying hello to each other. What's that? So you been in church? 2019, 2018. God damn! Right? No one's going to church in 2020. No. So it had to be then. Yeah, I didn't go to church in 2021. They weren't even having service at the time. It was like outside and shit. But God damn. Oh yeah, man, that's just crazy. That's where I saw. That's where I used to see LL Cool J during the second offering. Because yeah. he'd be in the front row with his grandma, just looking mad diesel with mad, with like two chains on. Heavy as fuck. Have glasses on? His sunglasses on? Nah, 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 nah. He, would, he wouldn't have a hat on because his grandma wouldn't let that happen. But he'd have his chains on. One day he was in a wife beater and like something over it. I was just like, damn, bro. Like, we're in church right now. It's all cool, Jay. Yeah. I mean, that would be his response. And I would just have to say, correct. Walk away at that point. Yeah. But yeah, nah. Uh, kindness of genius. Let's just, uh, let's just. Oh, there was one, uh, there was one question I did, did want to ask. Because uh, <clears throat> he was having a, a little like conversation, a little dialogue about it with somebody um, in the documentary. Uh-huh. So he said he said that he was a genius, right? And I can't remember who the other person was. But the other person was like, I don't think you're a genius. 
like I don't think you reach that level yet. Right? Uh-huh. He's like, Jay Z's a genius, but like you're brilliant. And I'm just like, I don't know if there's a distinction between the two. Right? But when you put it in Jay Z and not yet, like early Kanye, I'm like, okay, I kind of see what you're saying. But it's also like, Kanye was still Kanye. He just wasn't hype yet. Like, he still had all the ideas. What does he still had all the. being a genius or brilliant? What does that have to do with that? Well, this is what I'm saying. He said, Kanye said he was a genius. Kanye said, said I am brilliant. a genius. And why, did, why, is he not, why is he not a genius? Why this is, is what I'm saying. I don't think there's a distinction. But Kanye was offended about it. He was just like, how are you going to tell me I'm not a genius? Like, I'm a genius. Like, look what I'm doing. And the guy was like, well, Jay-Z's a genius. I don't know if you're Jay-Z level yet. You're brilliant. Uh, okay, so let's. what are the definitions of these things? Because I was like, huh. As we spend maybe the 10th straight podcast looking up stuff, looking up definitions? Yes. The Learning. Defi- All right, the definition of brilliant is exceptionally clever or talented. Okay. Genius definition. Exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability. A person who is exceptionally intelligent or creative, either generally or in some particular respect. Exceptionally clever or talented, exceptional intellectual or creative power. Huh. I don't know if there is a distinction. That's what I'm saying. But he put it into Jay-Z and I guess early Kanye I kind of I I agree with that, actually. I kind of agree with that. So you I, think that Jay-Z was, Jay-Z was a genius? Like oh four oh five oh six, I think Jay Z is a genius. Well, I'm just saying. Let's all, just talk about in that all aspects. Time of- in all aspects, think about what Jay Z was doing in that time. Jay Z had his S Carter line, so Jay Z was dropping clothes, sneakers, etc. Right? People were dressing like Jay Z. Baggy Levi five hundred ones, S Carter shoes. Like you weren't in New York. In New York, S Carter shoes were like fly apparel back then. Those those, are. those dumbass Reebok shoes. Like Reeboks were, Reebok was popping back then, because they had Fifty Cent and they had Jay Z on their roster. So New York had Reebok flying. Look up S Carter. He had a whole line of clothing and stuff. It was in East oh, Bay. Oh, I know what these are. These are S Carter. Yeah. You got to wear these with the big ass jeans, mm-hmm. the, the the baggy ass short jeans. And they got the strap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember this. The the baggy ass jean shorts with the polo. Preferably uh-huh. striped. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yeah, 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 this I remember. Wow, this is a look that's ingrained in my head. And oh, I that was, was not from fashion. New York. That was high fashion. That's crazy. Guy. I'm not from New York. And that, this is ingrained in my head. Yo, Jay and 50 were on top, and everybody wanted to look like them. So they had Reebok popping. Wow. But yeah. Not to mention, he was co founder of one of the biggest labels at that point. You see what I'm saying? So Jay-Z had one of the biggest labels. He had his own clothing line. He was signing people. He was still putting out hot-ass records. And, like, what was Jay-Z? Like, Jay-Z's mad low-key. Feel me? Jay-Z True. don't never be in the news unless he's buying some shit. True. Right? Shit he had shit. Beyonce, even though, like, behind the scenes it was going wrong. You know what I'm saying? G- everything he did was smart and, like, super calculated. Like, so that definition of exceptional intellectual... Or exceptionally creative, or very clever and genius. I'm just reading down the line here. I agree. Like he, he literally was like, "These are the boxes I need to hit right here. Like these are the things I can do." Like he was just making money. Yeah, and the fact that that he came out of Marcy Projects, right? That itself is crazy. Yeah, came out of these projects and was like, "This is the goal. This is how I need to do it. This is the plan." I don't know if he said that. I think it's more just like he, as he developed. Well, the opportunity was obviously like, presented themselves, of course. But he was like, "This, this is what this is the plan here. I'm, I don't have every specific step, but like this is the plan." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was just to get filthy fucking rich. But it's also like, Ev, somebody gives you an opportunity, bro. Like, it doesn't mean that you're about to just pop off. No, somebody's but, gave you an opportunity. Now you got to execute. But you, I think about it like this, right? Every time he got to a new level. He just took his game and took his, like, what he was trying to do to the next level. For instance, let's say Empty the Tank gets picked up by a company, right? 
and we're working for them instead of us you know like at some point we're going to be like yo let's smell the roses like we you know we're getting picked up people aren't paying us to talk into a microphone this is sick yeah you know it feels like every time he hit a new level or dropped a new album whatever there's always something corresponding with that he was always going somewhere else so that's all i'm saying because like jay-z was i was been delivered already at the crib out hey now uh but yeah jay-z was just he just it just feels like he was always like what's next what's next what's next and i love kanye but i feel like a lot a lot of the times kanye kind of shoots himself in the foot but it just works out because it's what do you kanye mean shoots himself in the foot but like what just saying crazy stuff publicly like if kanye feels like you did him wrong or something's not fair he's going to tell you and he's going to tell everyone that's it there's no other way it's going to go down. He's not going to stay silent. He's not going to make a move in silence. He's going to scream about it. Like, what's what's going on with him and Kim and Pete Davidson? Yeah, he's in a video? Yeah. Like, yo, I get it. Like, he's salty about it, and he's tight, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, bro, is that necessary? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you are you making any money from this? And you can say life is not all about money, but I'm just saying that's what celebrates him from being brilliant and a genius, right? Because what did Kanye do? Nike didn't want to give him fair pay, so what did Kanye do? Fuck he out got of online, motherfucked him, said, I'll never do it, this is slavery, blah, blah, blah. So all those bridges to Nike are incinerated. <laughs> incinerated, you know what I'm saying? Good word. Gone. Right? And sure, like, he went to Adidas and everything worked out, but at the same time, you know, was it a genius move to burn that bridge? No, because Adidas probably would have signed him no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, he know, he negotiated a great deal, and it worked out great. Billion dollars. Because he's brilliant. Sneaker brand. This is brilliant. But is it genius to alienate the best-selling brand of all time? No. No. Not in the fucking slightest. Not in any case. With the most iconic sneaker line of all time? No. Not in any aspect. Not a genius move. It's, he's brilliant because it doesn't matter what he does. Kanye can motherfuck anyone. And it's just like, yo, Kanye sets the trends with fashion. Kanye makes good music. Kanye has a good ear for producing. So he's. it doesn't matter what he says or does or whatever. Because if Kanye calls you and tells you to come to the studio, you're going to go. How do you feel about the uh, the gap move? I mean, I think that's brilliant. You know how long that contract is for? No. 20 years. Oof. Think about it. And he's also, what, working with Balenciaga and stuff? You know, he was, like, their creative director or something for a while. Let me see what that's what that actual title is. He? is. He's working with Balenciaga? I didn't know that. Yeah, why do you think him and... Why is my phone so hot? I don't like that. <laughs> Put it outside for a couple seconds. Let's see. What is it? Uh... So one of Kanye's best friends is Demna Gavasalia, the as she's described, the super hot creative director of Balenciaga. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yes. So yeah, so Kanye does a lot of stuff for Balenciaga. Like you don't remember when Kim. Kim K became a a model for Balenciaga or like the brand ambassador, and Kanye was just dressing her. Yes. And she was wearing all black? Yes. Yeah. They said that about, um, what's her name? Julia Fox, too. Uh-huh. This, after, like, two days, they were like, yeah, Kanye dressing her now. Yeah, you can tell. Because Julia Fox can't dress for shit. When she's not in, uh, Naked. what is it? No. <laughs> what movie was that? When she's not in Uncut Gems or with Kanye, she dresses terribly. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Julia Fox, so you overlooked that. I guess. I mean, she's... I like she's hot, but like I don't know. There's some pictures where she does not look attractive at she's all. She's older, that's why. It's even the younger ones. I'm sorry. She also didn't. Her skin does not age well. It doesn't matter. Her younger pictures were like that too. It's hit or oh, miss. No, I think I think her her younger pictures are cool. Nah, she's no Kim. But whatever. For sure not. For sure not. That. Uh, but even so, like think about it, like. Kanye just like think about those Kanye boots that he always wears the Crocs ex Balenciaga boots I think those those rubber boots I think those are fugly I think those are some of the worst shoes I've ever seen made fugly those shoes have not been in stock for almost a year since Kanye started wearing them which ones are you talking about the ones that Kanye wears all the time the Crocs ex Balenciaga 
feel like I know what they look like. But, hold on a goddamn second. Yeah, these are stupid. <laughs> he just looked at them for 10 seconds. Yeah, they're like Hunter Boots and Crocs had a baby. These are stupid. The boots, uh, the Yeezy boots are fire. He should have just stuck with those. And did like a, like a, like a parallel with Balenciaga or something. Yeah. But like these just, what the fuck? Wait, he didn't, he didn't design these. No. No, it's just he's wearing them. Yes, it is. Oh, one of his best friends. One of his best friends is the creative director of Balenciaga. Oh, so he had a little, he had a little creative like thought into this. No, shoe is what he I'm just saying. likes the fucking shoes. Sadiq, it's not any deeper than that. He just likes oh. the fucking shoes, and his best friend works for Balenciaga, so he gets them. That's it. Well, they're stupid. Yeah, they're fu- they're fugly. And they've been sold out for almost a year. And guess how much those boots cost? Seven hundred dollars. They're like a rack. Oh, are they? Yeah, I'm seeing seven here. Maybe okay, a rack time, with everything. Tax. Well, last shit, time I, I checked. Last time I checked, they were a rack. But okay, that's my point. Those boots are. Those boots are dead ass. Just always sold out. But anyway, Ugh. he says to trends, man, he's brilliant. This is nasty, right? No, like this is nasty. Like everyone wearing wax denim. And shit, and, and shit like that? This is nasty. This is one of the nastiest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Who made those? This is uh, Balenciaga. This is a Vibram heel-toed booty. Yeah, you got to put that on the page. That's gross. Put that on the ETT Instagram. Yeah, wax so denim? Crazy. Kanye brought, brought that to the forefront. People weren't wearing wax denim before Kanye was out wearing, wearing leather, leather pants and shit like that. Yeah, Kanye, uh, I remember talking about, another thing you talk about in the documentary. I want to enter the fashion industry. Pink they polos. don't want me to enter the fashion industry because they don't think I know what I'm talking about. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Pink Polos is, he brought those, he he definitely brought those to more being accepted. Bro, he said. He likes to talk about Ralph Lauren, but like, we love, black people love polo forever. Pol- so it don't even polo. matter. Everybody loves polo. He was, bro, he was saying how, uh. <laughs> He wanted to be the best dressed rapper because whatever rappers were wearing in the past was fucking crazy. Yeah, rappers were usually terribly dressed. Yeah, he just, was just it was like, just the jewelry. He was just like, this is crazy. He was like, I don't understand people dress like this. I want to be the best dressed rapper because this is crazy. <laughs> not you hard. look disgusting. Yeah, it's not hard. And he definitely turned Yeah, I think, I, he definitely turned rap into a high fashion type of game. Yeah. Yeah. That that uh that pink polo with the collar turned up is iconic and the white tee underneath yeah. that's iconic don't forget louis uh kanye had that louis vuitton collab he had those trainers that dropped in like 06 and those were that's like too early for me those were going for thousands look those up kanye west x louis vuitton collab those are some of the most rare sneakers you could have right now then the yeezy mania was crazy bro people were getting jumped for those people got shot over those The Jaspers? Yeah. Oh, these t- I kind of bang with these. Uh-huh. Those went crazy. Those were high, high fashion in the mid-2000s. Still are, honestly, just because no one has I was going to say, I feel like I've seen people wear these in like the last five years. I mean, yeah, you live in New York, so probably. So I'm going to give you an education on who Virgil is. Fun fact, though. And how Kanye brought him to us. Kanye was wearing off-white at 2000, in 2014 at a Commons uh, iFest. Yes. Wearing uh, off-white, red and black uh, flannel. Yes. Because and I was like, oh, Virgil, I Virgil was is his, Virgil's one of his best friends as well. So here we go. Uh, Virgil Abloh interned at Fendi in the same class as Kanye West. And they were both placed in the company's Rome, Italy office. They began a collaborative relationship. Ablo caught the eye of the Louis Vuitton CEO back then. And later that year, Ablo and West's artistic partner, Don C., who was famous for the Just Don's hat and thinks he brought back Jays, launched a retail store called RSVP Gallery. And RSVP Gallery literally has everything. Anyway, uh... West appointed Ablo the, a year later the creative director of his creative agency, Donda. 
Ablo designed the cover art for Wizards' self-titled debut, which is an American rock band. He was the artistic director for Watch the Throne. He launched the first company, Pyrex Vision, which was high streetwear in 2012-2013. Pyrex sounds very familiar. Yeah, it had, used to have the shorts. It would say Pyrex on one, Vision on the other, or Pi on one, PY, and REX on the other one. Those were fucking like was there symbol like a triangle square uh, yeah basically diamond triangle something like that yeah, yeah anyway he that. started that and they just went crazy hmm. like that was literally high fashion like those shorts were like three hundred dollars just mesh Did basketball you have those? shorts I don't know <laughs> I don't know but yeah so that company went crazy right so he so even this was a decade ago he was going nuts right. And the way he did that was he purchased dead stock clothing from Ralph Lauren for forty dollars, screen printed designs on them, and sold them for prices upward of five fifty. And the reason why why Pyrex Vision is not around anymore is because he closed the company down a year later, because he didn't intend it to be a commercial enterprise; it was just an artistic experiment. What? Then he started Off White in two thousand thirteen. Wow. Wow, that's why Kanye had on Off White like that. I mean, Off White was hot, regardless, but like, that's why Kanye had it because Virgil was there. Virgil was cooking, man. Wow. I'm saying like Virgil been in the game a long time. This is what I'm saying. About, I didn't like, know Off. I thought Off White was like new, new, like 2018 new. No, it's been out. But remember, I'm from. No, I'm no, from. I know, I, mean? I know, like, I know. But I'm that's saying, when I saw like, Off White pop. Everybody thinks shit just be popping up. Like Pyrex Vision really just popped up out of nowhere because it was dead out for a little bit and then they just like stopped making clothing. Yeah. So it just it was like, oh shit, like I want it and there's not that much. But Off White's been around. Like this is this goes back to the thing with Kanye, like the work ethic. Like if Virgil stopped making Off White in 2015, we'd never hear of it. True. Man's went what five six years in relative and not anonymity. Anonymity, right? <laughs> Anonymity? There you Anonymity? Go. You said that better than I did. <laughs> yes. Right? Then look, Off-White's at the top of the charts now. People were paying $300 for a t-shirt. Yep. I didn't. I saw an article the other day. I didn't happen to, I didn't get a chance to read it about what's going to happen with Off-White. Isn't um, it mostly owned by tuned. LVMH now? Uh, stay tuned. I don't know, honestly. Uh, but then again, LVMH owns fucking everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's the best way. Aren't they the biggest fashion conglomerate in the world? I believe so. Yeah, like they're publicly traded too. It's like Coke for yeah. fashion, basically. But yeah, fucking, this whole thing has been about fruit and Kanye. <laughs> I think it's just really been about uh, working your ass off. I was honestly. about to say just working. Right, that's what all these people did. You know what I'm saying? Now Kanye's Kanye released that song where he's like, "I stopped buying Louis bags at the Virgil died." Yeah, that's that a hook. Oh man, yo, he like the last last part of the documentary showed him in DR, right? Had a T-shirt on, and you know his iconic uh, his iconic vest. Right, with some shorts, man had no socks on. Man had a microphone, right? With like his uh do you know what Rhyme Fest is? Yes. It was Rhyme Fest and I guess like a engineer that he had. Big ass speakers on like a folding table. Mm-hmm. And they were just working in DR, backdrop, beach, pool, palm trees, grass. They're outside in like a like a patio or something like that with pillars. And he's just on the chair. They just working. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you not how do you not produce something amazing with this energy? Yeah, when you don't stop. Kidding me? Fucking crazy. It was yo, it was so crazy. And then they showed another portion of it when he was in his ranch. Yo. Yo. Yeah, that ranch. He's got an airplane hangar studio. That's fire. An airplane. Bro, he was in. What does that even mean? Bro, you got to watch it. I, can't, I don't even want to explain it to you because it's fucking amazing. All I'm going to say, he was in darkness with the mic in front of him, big ass projector screen with just like explosions while he was rapping for Donda. Recording for Donda, excuse me. Think about that. Mans was had the mic pitch black 
He's in the zone. He's vibing with the images that he wants on the screen. 50-foot fucking projector screen in front of him. Oh, my God. Just explosions. And he's going off. And I'm like, yo, my he, he's in a ranch in fucking Cody, Wyoming. Like, just no, no fucking care in the world besides I, I'm getting this done. This is what I'm doing right now. Like, this I think Kanye, true. like, these guys are very uh, big picture, you know? Like, this is what they want to do in the grand scheme of things for their life. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they do certain things, it's very, very in the moment. It's very present. Like, they put the grand scheme to the side and say, this what this is the part of the journey here that I got to execute before I get to the next part that'll get me to the grand scheme. That'll get me to where I envision my entire life, you know? And I've noticed that about specifically artists, like the bigger, the Jay-Z's, the Nas's, the Kanye's, the fucking Futures, like... Baby Trons. Bro, they are fucking... I don't even know what you said. I just ignored it. I don't even know what you said. Just <laughs> That's the Baby Tron. They're just fucking in the moment. Like, in the present moment. Like, executing every second of what they're doing. And it's so well executed that it fucking... It relates. And they blow up. And then they just keep doing that same thing. The formula don't change. And they don't ever stop. True. It's like a double whammy. They got the winning formula. They got the secret formula, and they don't ever stop. They just keep putting the formula in new shit. Uh, that reminds me of something. Like, what that, the fuck? That reminds me of something I've been, like, really thinking about lately, which is that everything is the same, and everything is related, but everything has its own nuances. Where it's just like, you just need a formula. Like, even if you work for a 9 to 5, or a 7 to f- three or eight to four ten to six formula is the same right wake up figure out your commute get to work work go home do whatever you do that formula is the same if you do those things every day and you show up to work relatively on time most of the time and you're pleasant at work and you get the majority of your work done that is the formula for you to get paid consistently without you having to expand too much energy and time every day frankly that's the formula right but if you want to make something work, if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to live life on your own terms, you have to realize that at some point you just have to say, yo, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to sacrifice. You have to just go balls to the wall. Like you said, be in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, that's something I've been realizing, too. Like, if the way I work best is when I'm motivated or like extreme and not I don't mean like I can't work unmotivated. But I'm saying like I know that if I wake up one day and I have mad energy and I'm crazy motivated, I'm like, yo, I'm going to just ride this wave. If I work 17 hours today, I'm working 17 hours today. Yeah. When I'm tired, I'll rest. But don't just take time off because you think you need time. Because, right. you know, other people are saying you need time off in terms of like, oh, you worked a long time today, you know, take the time off. If you don't feel like, you know, your battery's empty, fuck it, run don't it stop. run it up. Yeah, Keep going, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, there's been days where I've just been like, yo, like, I'm not tired. I've come home. At like 11, taking a shower and literally just kept working until like 2 in the morning. And then I just wake up at like the next day whenever I feel like it because I already did the work I needed to do in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that plays into uh, what you said about like if if you don't need the rest and you always need rest. But like if you're not tired in that moment, like just keep going till you are. Mm-hmm. Like it's better than you sitting up watching TV doing some dumb shit. And you know what? Like that may be and on the flip side rather, like that may be your your way of con- like continuing the work. Like you just need a little time to just decompress and get your mind off of the work oh, so you can, you can go back to the work and hit that shit crazy. And that's how you really run up like a bag. That's really how you compound your money when it's just like, nah, if you're hot, keep going. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're... True. If you're, if you're making your shots, keep fucking shooting. You know what I mean? Like if things are going well for you, keep it fucking going. Keep yep. it moving. You know what I mean? If things aren't, keep shooting. Anyway. I was going to say, on the flip side of that, you still got to shoot. You still got to shoot. Bro, Kanye was in that bitch. He was signed. Man was already signed. You would think that it was just like a piece of cake from there. Man was signed. Gave him no recording budget. Rockefeller gave him no recording budget. Pushed back the, the, the album release date. Right? Kanye recorded the whole thing himself. Right? On borrowed time. Shot the entire Through the Wire music video. $33,000 out of his pocket. 
right? Played it at his. Uh, How many people would even spend that much money on themselves to what? really produce a project? Seriously, seriously, fuck out of here, bro. Thirty-three k. Feel me? Out his own pocket. Feel me? Just like, yo, this is the vision here. Like, it's not even nothing. Like, that's just so inspirational. You know who also hasn't like stopped going? Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey's. Steve Harvey's a man. I love Steve Harvey. I used to not like Steve Harvey because Odd Future Wolfgang told us fuck Steve Harvey, but now... I don't even know who that is, so they never influenced me. Odd Future? Oh, Odd Future. You just said Odd Future Wolfgang. I thought that was... That's, that's their, their, oh, that their full name? Their full name was Odd Future Wolfgang Kill Them All. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, they used to be the shit in like it was 2010, 2011. But yeah, uh, they used to just say fuck Steve Harvey and everyone was just like, yep, it's fuck him. But now I'm older... And uh, now you can't stop watching Family Feud. I was watching Family Feud like two hours ago, and I was man, just like, "Don't stop!" And it was, I'm just laughing because it's like, "Yo, this man has the easiest job in the world, but he has like the perfect charisma and demeanor for it." You know what I'm saying? Like, I genuinely like watching him do. Like when he doesn't do it anymore, I don't watch Family Feud. And I'm gonna genuinely be like, "Damn, true." We watch the rewatch. Pillar. Watch the reruns. Let me ask you something, and I asked you this question about an hour and a half ago. How much money do you think Steve Harvey is worth? So I'm going to give my original answer. I said 15 to 30 mil. Uh-huh. And you scoffed at me. Yeah. So as, I'm going to up that. I'm going to up that. And I'm going to go to 150 mil. What if I told you you're still low? Am I, am I halfway? <clears throat> Have I broken the halfway point? His estimated net worth is $200 million. Steve Harvey, man. His wife. How much do you think his wife is worth? Um, She's a professional fashion designer. His new wife. This is third one. Over 75 mil? No, 60. 60? Oh, I was close. So him and his wife are worth a quarter bill. Yes, sir. That man was... And his daughter's fire. <laughs> yes, yes. So Yo, she's beautiful, bro. I don't even know. Look, Michael B. Jordan will say yes. I don't even know. So let's think about that, right? Steve Harvey was once homeless in his car. Yes, he was living out of his living out of his car. That man is on Family Feud. Has a podcast. Has a clothing line. Has a radio show, and has his own personal talk show that he does. That's all weekly. Are you talking about you tired? He's tired. <laughs> he that man is on camera. You get to go to work, and no one's even fucking looking at you. I was gonna say, and he's not just like going to work. Well, he's not waking up, putting on a suit, and then just going to work and, like, sitting down in a chair where a camera's ready. He's got to go to work. The guy's wardrobe ready. He's got to sit in makeup. He's got to do show prep. He's got to do rehearsal. And then he actually gets on the show. And then <clears throat> there's everything after that to get ready for the next day's show or the mm-hmm. next week's show or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Bad. It's bad. See what I'm saying? He's fucking tired. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Like He's fucking tired. So... Shout out, shout out Steve, shout out, kind of shout out, yay! I'm definitely gonna watch that documentary. Yeah, I have to. It's a must. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. I ain't going nowhere tomorrow until later. Maybe I'll just, yeah. Well, first of all, I gotta move the cars in the driveway. Each um, each episode's an hour thirty. Oh what? Hour thirty. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I would lock in. Oh boy. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't I, know. When I watched it over a week because I couldn't. I couldn't do. Obviously, couldn't do them all. In a night. I wanted to because every after every I was like, I didn't know shit about Kanye. What else did I know but not know about Kanye? Do I watch Ozark or do I watch the documentary is the question. And the fact that I uh the fact that I didn't know, like people call him Yay, right? People been calling him Yay for a while. Uh-huh. And I always thought I was like, Alright, like Yay's cool. It's the last two letters of his name. Like, it makes sense. But it makes even more sense that when you understand that the emphasis his parents put on his name is literally Kanye. It's not Kanye. It's Kanye. That's how you pronounce his name. Because I've never heard his mom pronounce his name any other way. And if anybody knows how to pronounce Kanye's name, it's Kanye's mom. (laughs) Rest of soul. Feel me? And I'm just like, yo, Kanye makes sense. That's why niggas is calling him Ye. They didn't just make that up. Kanye is his actual name. God damn. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that. 
But uh, my tank is empty. Tank, tank is MTO. El Tanko, El MTO. Remember you hated that? Yeah, it's growing on me. <laughs> it's growing on me, man. All right, you uh, boys and girls, enjoy your night. <clears throat> don't be racist. Drink some water. Summer's coming up. You don't have bad skin. Yeah, it's um, March. What the fuck? Yeah. Daylight Savings is next week. That's insane. Next week, yes. Uh, is that real? Yes. And always remember to never be motherfucking racist. See you.